Hey everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast where we go on a deep dive to help you discover how to move on from yo-yo diets and away from toxic diet culture. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Travis Murrells. I'm the owner and a head coach of The Fitness Genie. I've battled extremely poor mental health, manic depression, crippling anxiety, homelessness, and the absolute rock bottom that comes with those depressive thoughts. Fast forward to today, however, I've coached over 1,000 people to reduce anxiety, heal their relationships with food, themselves, and their body. Now we have an amazing, outstanding team coaching women all over the globe to achieve the body, but more importantly, the life that they want to be living. So if you're someone that is ready to move on from the classic 90s fad diets, Slimming World, Jenny Craig, unsustainable 1200 calorie meal plans, and you want some freedom in your life, then this is the podcast for you. All of our coaching is one-on-one and 100% customized to the individual. We find a middle ground to start from and build the program around the client as opposed to trying to get a client to fit our system. We decided to say, fuck it, throw out the previous designs of the fitness industry and create something that actually works. Designing it from scratch every time a new client wants to change their life and signs up. So I'm not gonna keep you any longer. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram so you can engage when we're looking for feedback, ideas, discussion topics, and all that fun stuff. But otherwise, enjoy this episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. I am head coach Lindsay in the US. And this is going to be a different uh, episode, different vibe, because I want to talk about the pit. Lindsay, what do you mean by the pit? If you know, you know. If you've been in the pit, you know what I'm talking about. So, content disclaimer that if you don't want to hear about, um, not the ideal mental health, or you don't want to hear talks of uh, depressive episodes or anxiety or stress, this might be a good one to skip. Um, nothing nothing intense, but just in general, if you're looking for a more little cheery, cheery episode, you might want to wait. Um, I don't know what accent that was. So here's the thing. Not every coach out there knows what it feels like. To, like legit have depression and oh look we have a kitten we have a kitten I closed the door to my very fancy podcast studio aka my bedroom that sounded saucier than it actually is <laughs> because I'm a woman on the internet if I say anything related to bed or anything I don't know it gets people excited which if you're watching this on YouTube um again um if you're audio only you were just missing out on a fabulous visual um I didn't do my hair today. It's just, just, it's a potato day is what I call it. Um, I call it that. I embrace potato life. Um, some days you just need to be a potato. You know, some days you try to look your best. Some days all you can do is just be a greasy little potato sitting on your couch and that's okay. So when you're working on your, you know, weight loss or nutrition fitness goals, strength goals, and you just have a big old case of the sads hit you. And the sads can look, so listen, I, people call it different things, but the people that know what I'm talking about know exactly what I'm talking about. So it is, I will try to describe it for you as best I can, but there are different names for it. And I'm going to call it the pit 
just for the sake of consistency in this episode. You may call it something different and that's great. And in fact, let me know in the comments what you call your pit. Um, so the pit is when either a series of events occur um, or sometimes no series, nothing occurs. So it's either triggered by something, a series of some things or nothing at all. And you find yourself just in a black hole, bottomless pit, again, the pit of despair. And your brain is just swimming in the sads and the helpless and the hopeless. And, you know, you just can't, you cannot. And there's nothing qualifying what you can't do because you, you cannot. As in when you are, you are at the end of that proverbial rope, you have nothing left to give. Sometimes burnout feels like that. So, and usually when that happens, you shut down. And again, it's different for everyone. So you may experience it differently. That's okay. But from what I under, from what, from talking to other people who have experienced this, there are some common, I'm going to try to share the common things that people have shared with me very bravely because talking about your mental health is not complaining. We're talking about your past mental health is not complaining. It is destigmatizing. It is bringing to the light what is usually left in the darkness and um, nothing, nothing positive can um, live in the dark. Does that make sense? That doesn't make sense. Back to the pit. So the pit, you just shut down. You can't. So what happens if you're smack dab in the middle or the beginning or the end? You're, you're somewhere in your fat loss journey or your maintenance journey or you're actively working on getting stronger in the gym. You know, you're doing, you're doing hot girl shit or hot guy shit or hot person shit. Okay, let's be inclusive to everyone. Hot goblin shit is what you... Goblin. Goblin, I love that as a genderless um, noun, similar to Loki, when the Loki series came out, the mini series came out on Disney Plus, and it was like, what's your gender? Mischief. <laughs> um, Who getting off topic. Um, so you're in the pit. So you're either you've, you've made good progress, or let's say that you recently went through one of our coaching programs, a different coaching program, whatever. You're in maintenance, you're just maintaining. So you've, you've found this new fabulous lifestyle that makes you feel your best. You're eating in a way that makes you feel great. You have freedom with your food, freedom with your exercise. You're living your best life and then boom, you're in the pit. So the normal things that you do, let's say going, doing a big grocery shop on Sunday or Saturday and you know meal prepping, all these things, things that take a lot of bandwidth, that take a lot of fucks, to do. That's just something about the Australian accent. You can just get away with saying fuck way more. I feel like when I say it, it just sounds dirty and inappropriate. <laughs> you haven't, <laughs> it takes a lot of fucks to meal prep. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the things that you normally do to have you feeling your best. So you do the big grocery shop, you meal prep, Maybe you batch cook, so you batch cook a lot of protein to keep in the fridge. You roast a lot of veggies. You cut up fruit to have things easily on hand. You do all the things that, that set you up for success. When you are in the pit, you cannot do that shit. When you're in the pit, you can't do that shit. You just can't. 
you probably have the time, but you don't have the fucks to give because you're in the pit. You're trying to climb out of the pit. You can't even think about what you're going to have for your next meal. You're probably not even eating. You're either eating things that don't make you feel good because you're in the pit and you're just grabbing whatever's easy, which there's no shame in that you need to eat, or you're not eating because you're in the pit. Either way, it just it fucks with your ability to eat like the way that you like to eat, like <laughs> that you need to eat to feel good. So eating's out the fucking window. Exercise, again, you're probably on one, one, or one end of the extreme. You're either working out too much because you're like, I'm in the pit and I need to feel something. And the only way I can feel something is fucking going as hard as I can in the gym just to feel something. Or you're at home and you cannot be fucked to go to the gym. Again, I can't, I cannot get away with saying that. Travis, you have to, maybe I just need to learn the Australian accent and I'll get away with, with uh, saying fuck more often. Or just not having it sound really inappropriate. Like, mommy, why is that weird lady saying the F word? That's what it feels like every time I say fuck. Um, <laughs> in a public forum like this. Um, so again, so yeah, your exercise plan, all that momentum you built, you've had that consistent routine, maybe even for years. Maybe this is the first time you're in the pit since you've exercised. What do you do? This is what happened to me. So if you are, if you haven't listened to previous episodes, um, I sort of went through my own health transformation. Um, I did a little transformation program on my own. Uh, I do not recommend because it'll take you like three years instead of like six months working with Travis or me or Laura. Uh, so <laughs> I took the long way around and suffered a lot. Um, but my own custom transformation program where I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Um, yeah, so I, I worked pretty hard to like figure out a way of eating that made me feel good. Um, and I had a good exercise routine. And then like, yeah, my first pit because I personally my my specific brand of sad is uh complex PTSD which is means like my depression is triggered to triggered my depression is triggered by a trigger triggered by a trigger we're just really the words are oh just 10 out of 10 today <laughs> so usually something happens to trigger me um something usually I can't control um, and that my brain just decides to spiral and sometimes it takes me into the pit. Um, at this point, I have enough tools that once I feel myself going into the pit, I like, I have a, like a little figurative tool belt when I can like, like a fucking Batman utility belt and I can like fucking grab something out of my utility belt and like fuck it, as I'm falling into the pit, you know, I can throw it up and then fucking climb out of the pit. You know, like I've got, I've got tools now, all right? I've got tools um, but back then I didn't. So yeah, what the fuck do you do? You know, you're actively losing weight consistently, feeling good, feeling confident as you should. Um, and yeah, so like, you know, and then suddenly you're, you're in the pit and you can't meal prep. You can't grocery shop. What do you do? Here's what you do for nutrition when you're in the pit and let's say you're trying to lose fat or you're trying to maintain your weight. You do whatever you need to do. I'm just saying, give yourself permission to do what you need to do food-wise. 
Now, if when you're in the pit, you tend to binge, and I mean binge as in like five, six, seven thousand calories a day. Um, so if that is what you do when you're in the pit, then I would recommend trying not to, <laughs> um, but giving yourself grace if you do. Um, because I should have prefaced this by saying, if you are in this pit, that you are at least safe and you have access to a trusted healthcare professional who listens to you and you are in the process of trying to get out of the pit, but you're not out of the pit yet, okay? So if you tend to binge, then, you know, take DoorDash off your phone, take Uber Eats off your phone, you know, get the things that, get the super, like if you're gonna binge, then get the super high calorie done stuff out of your house if you can. Like, I mean, like the super, I'm not talking like, oh, cheese I and mean, whatever, just eat some cheese. But I'm talking like the pints of Ben and Jerry's or whatever it is that's like, that's gonna, and it's not, not that we're necessarily worried about calories. We're not really worried about what your weight is doing when you're in the pit because you're in the fucking pit and you need to crawl out of it. You need to survive. We need you to be alive long enough to get out of that pit. So, so if you feel like you need to binge, then have volume eating foods available to you. Things that you can eat a lot of and it's not gonna make you feel like worse because you ate a lot of super high calorie foods. So things like popcorn, things like, honestly, even chips. Chips really aren't that bad. Um, you know, some cut up veggies, some cereal. I don't know why sometimes cereal feels really good when I'm in the pit, but but either way, no matter what though, especially, you know, assuming that you have a trusted healthcare professional, just be kind to yourself. You know, the number one goal for your nutrition and exercise when you're in the pit is to fucking get out of the pit. Hey everybody, quickly jumping in to remind you that the 26th of September is just around the corner. And I know you're thinking, Travis, why in the hell does that date matter? Well, I'm going to tell you. Because if you're considering signing up for any of the three-month options of Mindset Coaching or just any program that has a three-month option, really, that is the last date that you can sign up with us to finish before Christmas. I know, the year is just absolutely flying by. The Fitness Genie as a whole is going to be shutting down from the 23rd of December through to the 9th of January so that everyone can have a well-deserved break and not have to mentally worry about doing anything during that time. We can just reset, refresh, and come back as the coaches and the team that you know and love. If you do happen to sign up for a coaching program that goes through those dates, however, all we do is put the program on pause and add those three weeks onto the end of your coaching program. If you're even somewhat interested, reach out via the website now so you can jump on a call with one of the coaches. Lindsay has been absolutely crushing it and the feedback we're receiving from her clients, I couldn't have asked for anything more from a coach. Her books are filling up quickly and I know for a fact that she won't be onboarding clients between the 26th of September and the 9th of January. So make sure you get in quick before all of her spots are gone. Laura, the newest addition to Team Fitness Genie, but has already separated herself from the pack. Shit, even, even I'm learning things from her. The results that Laura is going to produce for her clients is going to be some next level shit. She also has an introduction offer running at the time of this recording for the first 10 clients to sign up with her, receive 15% off. 
So make sure you reach out and get in before the prices go back up so that you can change your life and to be completely honest, save some money for Christmas presents. So if you are interested, let us know. Check out our website, www.thefitnessgenie.com.au or the link in our Instagram bio to apply for coaching or for more information. But for now, back to the episode. Um, and so if you're, if your specific brand of sad has you not eating when you're in the pit, that is, that is my, um, spicy sadness. Um, and you don't eat, you can't eat cause you're in the pit. You're stressed or you're just too sad. You cannot, you can't eat. Then you're going to eat whatever sounds good. And that may not be protein. It may not be fiber. It might even be ice cream. It might even be candy. But listen, if you're so stressed and sad that you're nauseated and the only thing that sounds good is like some chocolate ice cream, fucking eat some chocolate ice cream. Your body needs the calories more than it needs nutrient-dense, high-protein, high-fiber stuff. Do what you can. Sometimes I eat saltines, like crackers, and I just nibble on it throughout the day. If I'm just too stressed to eat, get something. Oh, on those days I get fuck all, no protein, <laughs> no protein, no fiber. I eat like a toddler because that's all I can stomach, but you know what? It's calories and that's okay. So just eat, feed yourself, keep yourself safe. And f- mm. the only thing I would say too is try to stay hydrated. You may not want to, you'll be too stressed. Then have a big old glass of water preferably either a water bottle with a straw or a big, big cup or even freaking get like a, man, even get like a pitcher. I don't even care. Get creative with it and get a big old straw. Get a silly straw even if you want. Let's get silly. I know I have silly straws because I have three kids. Um, and just sip water throughout the day. Sip. You need to stay hydrated. You can't be sad and dehydrated. That's too much. If you're going to climb out of the pit, you need to be hydrated. So, And what do you do by exercise? So that's going to depend. It's going to depend on your your specific brand of of sad, what your pit looks like. Um, You know, it's okay to not exercise when you're in the pit, when you're really in the pit. Um, Because, and this is something like, so I, like, this is why talking about mental health is, like, so important, you guys. And, like, Travis and I don't talk about our mental health for like attention or for clout or anything. It's because like so many people struggle and like they think they're alone. They think that like they're the only ones and they're crazy and there must be something wrong with them because like no one else talks about what they go through. So specifically when it comes to exercise, um, like it's okay if you are too sad to work out. Because for some people, when they're in the pit, exercise feels better. It makes them feel better. And that's okay. That is okay. Honestly, sometimes, depending on which, what kind of, I have multiple kinds of pits I can fall into. I'm just very lucky. (laughs) Blessed. Hashtag blessed. Um, Sometimes when I'm either circling the pit or even in the pit, sometimes exercise helps. You know, it forces me to be present in my body. It forces my brain to slow down long enough to perform an exercise or to put one foot in front of the other on the treadmill. Um, honestly, yeah, like, like I said in the beginning, it helps me feel something other than being in the pit. Um, 
So if that helps you, I would just recommend not overdoing it, doing just your planned workouts or even scaling back the workouts. So either lifting lighter um, or just not lifting at all and instead doing some cardio. Doesn't have to be running, um, going on the treadmill, putting on a tablet, putting on a show or a movie and just moving or doing yoga. Honestly, I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this, but as a super, as someone who's prone to big super sads and depression and anxiety, yoga does not help me. <laughs> I know I'm gonna get yoga teachers being like, well, actually, um, yoga encourages you to like slow down and like be present in your body and be present with your breath, which is very important and good for your mental health. But the encouragement to like slow down and be alone with your thoughts when the thoughts inside your head are really scary not helpful just gonna say that not helpful <laughs> so basically yeah if if you need to work out do but and this is where this is where i didn't realize that other people don't feel this way or that not everyone gets this way sometimes is that sometimes, especially if you, if it's, if it is PTSD, so I guess I'm speaking just of PTSD or even just like severe depression. Sometimes like you are so far in the pit that like that mind body connection is interrupted. And when you're lifting heavy weights or even lifting any weights, honestly, like you need to have that proprioception, I know that's like a $20 word, it's basically that mind-muscle, mind-body connection. You need to be able to feel what that lift feels like in your body to execute it correctly and safely and effectively. And sometimes when you are so activated by stress, by, again, PTSD, like trauma, like, you know, flashbacks or just a severe depressive episode, you don't have that you don't um and i've only experienced it i think a handful of times where like the gym was not going to be therapy because i told myself i'm like i am so far removed from my body like emotionally and mentally that like i don't trust myself under that barbell or i don't trust myself to like pick up that heavy object like i am likely to hurt myself or accidentally drop something on somebody else like or damage property like it's not safe for me to be like lifting heavy things or pulling or pushing heavy things right now like I need to return to my body mentally and emotionally first before I can fucking get back to the gym and I'm telling you that is okay you're not doing anything wrong you're not broken or if you do feel broken you didn't break you you didn't break you. Especially for my fellow CPTSD friends out there. You know that you didn't break you. Because <laughs> if you broke you, you can fix you. Um, no, that was actually really pessimistic. You know what I mean. Um, so yeah, when you're in the pit, you just got to do what you can. So yeah, so when that mind-muscle connection is, is, is interrupted, just don't do anything. It's okay. Spend a few days on the couch. It's okay. That, that connection to your body will return. It will. That's where that 
being safe and having access to the trusted healthcare provider is very important. So this is all assuming that you have that. Um, so yeah, I'm just letting you know that yeah, when you're actually in the pit, and I'm not talking about, oh, I just kind of had a bad day, but sometimes bad days can put you in the pit. But you know what I mean? I hope you really can understand the difference between like, oh, I don't know, I'm just, I am dealing with a lot or oh, I'm kind of going through a breakup and like I'm in the fucking pit. So again, if you're listening and you don't know what that feels like, it's okay. I'm honest, I'm genuinely, like I'm glad you don't know what that feels like. But for those of you that do, just know you are not alone. You are not broken. You're not weak because you ended up in the pit. I personally am circling the pit right now, but I am okay. I'm safe. I am using my fucking Batman utility belt. I am... They are going to have to fucking pull me into that pit kicking and screaming. I'm not going. I'm close to the pit. And that has meant my nutrition and my my exercise has been garbage the last two weeks. But you know what? I'm not stressed. I'm not stressed about that. I'm stressed about other shit. That's a whole other podcast. I, no one needs to hear the podcast of what Lindsay's stressed out about. <laughs> the people who love me and have to live with me. I already hear that shit all the time. So we don't need to make a podcast out of that. Um, but yeah, if you're in the pit now, or you know what that pit is like, um, yeah, you're not alone. You're not crazy. You're not broken. I see you. I've been there. You will get out. You've gotten out of the pit every other time. This time is no different. Next time will be no different. And yeah, I hope that you're able to give yourself the grace, put your nutrition and exercise goals, goals on hold, or just do what you can when you can. It's okay. It's okay if all the protein you can get is a little protein shaky shaky. That's okay. That's okay. Do what you can. When you're in the pit, the only goal is getting out of the pit. Everything else can wait until you're out. So take care of yourselves. Um, yeah, hopefully this didn't bum you guys out too much. I just wanted to be real, um, and just let you know that, yeah, I don't know. We just, you know, I said, I said it a long time ago when I would get criticism about talking about men, my mental health struggles, like on social media and things like that, you know, people would say, don't talk about that. People, people could use that against you. They could look down on you. They could, they'll see you differently. And I'm like, the wrong people like I'm not trying to reach the people that are going to look down on me for talking about mental health I'm not talking about the people who'd be like oh what if a potential boss sees that and they don't want to hire you because you get sad sometimes I don't want that fucking job I don't want to work for some asshole who thinks that just because I've got PTSD that like I'm a piece of shit like fuck off with that the right people will hear me talking about my mental health and it will shine a light for them and that's why that's why I talk about it because my dms I don't share the names of the people that reach out to me but over the years my dms have been full of people saying like oh my god I'm so glad you said something I thought I was the only one or no one else gets it so that's part of why we do this you know um but yeah stay hydrated take your meds should have said that too. When you're in the pit, still take your meds, please. Um, or contact your healthcare professional. 
you know, stay hydrated, take your meds, um, be kind to each other, do what you can. Thank you.